0: Yeah, even, even the host of this show has to be <laughs> retrained every <laughs> so often. We just taped, excuse me, we just attempted to tape the show for about six minutes until I realized the record wasn't on. So um, thank you for watching and, and uh, listening to The Human Resource. My name is Pandy, and we are in the ICRC TV station here in Cincinnati. I've got Doug Goodwin, co-founder of the Center for Great Workplace Performance with me today. And I'm so excited about this. I think I was so excited I forgot to push record as the, the main problem here. Because I met Doug here a while ago, and what he shared with me in regards to their new program and what they're now able to offer employers in regards to training just swept me away. I have beat you guys up on how important it is to train your supervisors, your leadership team, your managers, your team leads, right? And now I found a solution. I found a, a, an organization that has absolutely refined this technique and this process. So you you are going to love what you have to hear from Doug. Doug, just tell, tell our viewers. Where did this start and how did you get into this? Well,
1: fantastic. First, thank you for having me here today. I love sitting down and talking to you. This is so much fun. But I I actually got into workforce development myself on accident. Uh, I was running, I was promoted to a manager because I was good at what I did. I had no clue what I was doing. And eventually, there came time where cuts were gonna be made. And I had this wonderful team and I didn't want to cut anyone. Uh, So I actually went out and found jobs uh, for the people that I had to cut. Uh, and so that kind of got me into workforce. So i like, I really kind of like doing that. I've been developing these people and I wanted to take it to the, you know, once I did that, I wanted to take it to the next level. So that's kind of, that was my accidental entry into workforce development. But yeah. then a gentleman here in town who had originally created something called the GMP Institute uh, that was all about management development and training for the frontline managers, but in the life sciences industry specifically, he had built that business up, sold it, retired. Thought mm-hmm. he was going to go off into the... Sunset, decided retirement wasn't for him. He had retained all the intellectual rights for everything he had developed. He decided to uh, launch the Center for Great Work Performance and wanted to develop here, but he went out and recruited some young kids, AKA me with lots of gray hair, and some other guys, also with gray hair, uh, to, to develop, to take this to an uh, MSA, to a metropolitan area, we starting in Cincinnati, okay. and actually take it out uh, to the community and start developing managers here. Uh, so this, is, this processes are not new, we did not make this up, we didn't name it ourselves. This comes from decades of authors, decades of research from the U.S. Army, from the U.S. government with the Baldrige Criteria for Performance, uh, Deming, uh, uh, John Wooden, uh, all of these great uh, leaders in the past, present, and you know, forward, we add, we, 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 bring the, we bring in the contributions, and we have a process. And it's not a one-size-fits-all, pro- it's not a workshop that you show up and check box off, the process you go through
0: you know, everyone says that mm-hmm. but break it down a little sure. bit further it, what, one of the things that impressed me so much start here one of the things that really really impressed me was that you actually go out and learn the the culture and the processes that exist today in the company
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So we have a process, but like I said, it's not one size fits all. So we go out and we learn the context, we learn the culture, we learn the strategy, we learn the people, we learn uh, what they're actually doing on the job, and then we apply our process to that. So by the time you get into an organization, each person may have a completely different uh, journey uh, through the process uh, to become a a manager MVP. Uh, And different companies certainly have a different uh, uh, process. It's it's unique and customized to each and every one.
0: You just said manager MVP. What is that?
1: That's the name of the process. So it's Masterful, Valuable, Professional is the MVP. It's not Most Valuable okay. Player. Uh, okay. So we have a name for it. It's a brand uh, so that people can go through that. And at the end of that, they get a certification that says, I am an MVP. And then when they go out to the community and they talk to other managers that are also MVPs, they have a common language uh, about management, and about developing people, about running process and projects.
0: And credentials are sh- hard to get. Get when you're talking about a supervisor, your manager, or team lead. I, you know, unless it's specific to their industry, we really don't offer a lot in terms of credentials to to that kind of expertise.
1: Yeah, there's really not enough. I mean, we, you know, it's we all have to have something to work for. And let's be honest credentialing is the way we're heading in an economy more than heading off to get an MBA or a five year, you know, spending four or five years at university. Yeah. Credentials and, and skills, because things are changing so fast now, we just have to keep moving. Yeah. Uh, and So that's kind of the beauty of Manager MVP. It's a process that that evolves uh, with the person and with the organization.
0: Oh, this is exciting. Talk to me about how uh, an employer would choose somebody to, to be in this program.
1: So what we ask them to do is look for people they are ready to invest in, somebody they want to go in for the long haul with, uh, somebody who they feel strong about, uh, that has not just the technical skills, but has some personal, some some of those essential work skills already built in, that we think can develop them and make them an all-star for that employer. Uh, it's really about investing in them. Uh, and, and, you know, are they committed to the organization? Are they committed to the career? Are they committed to serving, managing, and leading? Uh, and if you've got that person, you know. We've got the structure to take them to the next level.
0: But this isn't something they're just going to go and do over a weekend.
1: Oh, goodness, no. This is a, this is a long uh, process. So the, the way it works is you go to a monthly workshop where it's theory. Like I said, we've got tons of content development, uh, uh, and authors and back uh, research mm-hmm. that back everything up. So they learn theory in a workshop session, small groups, six people, and then they have a coach that goes back into their work office, their work environment with them learns their culture, their strategy, their context, the processes they have in place, what's in place, what's not in use, and they then turn that strategy into action for them. And you go through that process and it's it's an iterative process. We have them in 16 week uh, practicums, and those 16 week practicums repeat themselves until this person gets it. Um, And it's it's pretty amazing. When you see that light go on for the first time and they say, oh, that's what we're doing. Uh, It's an amazing moment.
0: Well, I got two things came yeah. out of that. You know, I hear about CEOs having business coaches and C-level. Period. Yeah. They have business coaches. Everybody knows that. But you're saying that even a team lead or a, a supervisor can have their own business coach.
1: Absolutely. Let's give you an example. How many of us have read Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits? I mean, millions. Literally, 40 over 40 million copies sold. Right. How many of us have actually implemented those into our lives? Probably one percent, maybe, maybe. <laughs> So that's one of the things we do. We take them through that process of how to implement that into their work life and into their personal life as well. Uh, But yeah, that takes coaching. You can't just read a book because it won't happen. You have to have somebody who's been there, done that, and kind of helps you, you know, looks at you with a different set of eyes and walks you through it until you get it.
0: Well, I got a phone call today from a woman in Florida and she said, I hate the video training. I absolutely hate it. She said, there's no real accountability. She said, I caught one individual on his phone, talking to his girlfriend during the, the whole thing, and the quizzes for most of them are you keep answering till you get the answer right. Your training is so custom and so specific, and yet anybody can you're you're flexible and adaptable enough that anybody can go into this program.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, and I think you just nailed something on any kind of digital training. How do you know if the person's really engaged when you're face to face? if they're engaged or not and you can and part of our solution is we go back to the stakeholder the executive and we tell them how their folks are doing you know how they're progressing here's what we're finding here's what we're learning about and help them so they can grow their business strategically as well but if someone's not engaged and they don't really want to be there we tell them say hey, you need to stop investing you know here take the money you've already paid us and let's apply it to someone else someone who's more willing to someone who's we use the term ready able willing raw yeah. so somebody who has yeah. that raw factor If they don't have it don't
0: spend any money on it. Well, and, and gosh, what valuable inf- information. You and I both know that millions of dollars are spent in training, and it's still a square peg trying to be fit into a round hole. Right. They are just, well, of course, when I have to promote my book again, uh, Marcus Buckingham, First Break All the Rules, one of these days I'm going to meet him again. Yeah, one of these days I mean, he's going to realize I'm how what a big, big fan I am of that book. But um, you can't just, to your point, take somebody who's really good at something and move them into a managerial role or a higher responsibility and authority and not equip them or be assured that they're the right person
1: it's actually two negatives if you think about it so you take someone who's really good at doing something so you pull them away from that so that team just got weaker Ooh, and you put them into something good that they, they're not prepared for good you know point. so you, and, and so you've actually you've actually made a double negative. And, uh, so you, if you're going to move them, they deserve it. They've earned it. You're ready. You're investing. Invest in them. Develop them. Help them. Give them the resources so they can be great, and they can develop the next superstar where they, you know, just like they were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, where's Where's the territory? Who? What companies are you looking for? Yeah. So right
1: now we're we're an MS uh, MSa based uh, organization. So we're focused on the Greater Cincinnati area right now, and then we started a footprint in Columbus, Ohio as well. And so we built the system here in Cincy and then we'll apply it elsewhere so right now we're working with some construction companies working with some advanced manufacturing organizations even a tremendous little restaurant chain uh, that has just been the most fun you would have never thought you'd have that much fun working at a restaurant but it's there uh, and also a major metropolitan police of uh, course uh, which I probably just told you which one it was <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well the important thing though is you're you're getting you're, you're watching the results, yeah. and you're experiencing it with them, which is something that most, again, most companies can't say that they actually had somebody who did something specific for them. How do they learn more about
1: the uh, I would the go center? to cgwp.org, and then reach out to us and have to start the conversation.
0: And again, viewers, listeners, If you want more information and you can't get a hold of Doug, just reach out to the show or send me an email and I will get you connected. But I'm telling you right now, he's coming back. I'm going to have him on for a few more shows because there's so much more that you need to learn about this program. As leaders, you need to be identifying the right people and not being afraid to pull the wrong ones out. But that's a solution that you would hear here on The Woman resource. Take care.